Cheers! Cheers! Well, it's that time again. I'm Susan. And I'm Annie. And this, this is Two Friends, One, one chat. chat. Oh my. For a second I was going to introduce you. Remember when I did that that one time? I don't know if it made it on episode. I think we did keep it. Um, it was great too because you were like, I'm Annie. And I was like, no, wait, wait, wait. That's me. That's me. And then, and then we just laughed super hard. I wonder if I did cut that. I might have. Okay. I hope it made it. Okay. Because it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Did I use hand motions this time? Yeah. I wasn't even did. wasn't even paying attention. Just we one-handed it. We both one-handed it mm. this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I tried that one day to not, and it didn't work, so that will never happen again. <laughs> I do like talking with my hands, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. I'm a very, uh, I describe myself as an over-communicator. Yes. And I think that's positive. I think so. Uh, yeah. 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 Way better than under-communicating. And that's what I think, too. Better over than under. Like, you might slightly irritate people that, like, are like, yeah, I get it. But for everyone else, I think it's really helpful. Yes. Yeah. I stand by that. I stand by that. Mm -hmm. And be irritated. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's mm -hmm. a you problem. <laughs> That's a you That's problem. That's a you problem <laughs> that you could address in your own mental oh, health journey. That is actually very <laughs> true. Also, like, not a hashtag right away throwback, but that is a mental health measure. Oh. Yeah, if you are constantly irritated by every little thing, that is a, a cue that something is off balance. Yeah. Uh, whether it be like a chemical production, it might be just the fact that you are burnt out because of your circumstances. I was going to say hashtag throwback to our, our burnout. I'm yes. pretty sure that was one of mine. Like when I'm like, just... Do it yourself, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, that is such a mental health measure. Yes. It's like, okay, Susan, time to do some work. Yeah. And, you know, like, work sometimes can be like, take a break. Not time for a well, vacation. Well, it is. Yeah. It yeah. is. I can't remember if I shared this story once, but I was in counseling, of course. Um, you. And the... The, like, homework my therapist gave me was to literally do nothing. Oh, wow. That was the homework. <laughs> and it was terrifying. Oh, so interesting that that She's like, terrifying. I want you to spend a whole day, not even, like, self-care, but do yeah. nothing. Zero expectations. Sit at home. Okay. Watch crappy TV. Like, don't do anything. And it was so terrifying, I only promised her I would do half a day. <laughs> Well, what was it like? Terrifying. I mean, in oh, the moment. When I in the moment. Did it, yeah. I think. I think. Um, at that point, I was not on medication again yet. I was. I was thinking about getting on medication, but I wasn't. So it was not fun. No. Very anxiety producing. Oh. It was not great, but I tried it. Yeah. Good for you. And now that's all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> You come back to your therapist and you're like, this was great. <laughs> I was like, now I long for the days that are just couch, crappy TV days, yes, maybe oh some God. laundry. You know, like, you gotta oh, yeah. get up and move your body a little bit, but... Well, there is... I... No expectation days. That's, that's the perfect way to put it. 
and the at home alone <gasps> choring that oh. when I'm like, that is my, I think that is like my ultimate self care because I've realized when I get really stressed out, yes, it feels to me like the world outside of me is going way too fast and I can't keep up. Yes. And then I get really tired, even if I'm getting good sleep. Yeah. And it's like this weird, like, I can't keep these pieces together feeling. And I've never been able to pinpoint that before until like yeah. using, you know, like really working down a mental health journey. Um, and so like, and things have been like, not all of them actually have been really positive stressors, but like just oh, a ton of like the but last. But a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I told Aaron, I was like, oh my God, it feels like the world is going so fast and I just need to slow down. Yeah. And I just need like one day at home when like, I can make sure everything's in its little, like, it's like control your controls. Yes, exactly. In its little spot, but I'm also watching, like, really stupid TV, like, funny, stupid, you know, like, just, that is, that's my sweet spot right there. Yes. There, man, I love my partner, and I love his boys, but there's something about being home alone. I wouldn't want it all the time. That's not my jam. Same, same. But, whew. It's special. It's special. When that last person leaves the door and you're like, oh, yeah. It's mine. Here we go. (laughs) I'll be honest. This might be TMI. Pants off. That's the first Uh, thing. Really? Pants off. I love this. Not naked. Sure. You just like like, Or sometimes shorts. If it's nighttime and it's like starting kind of the down process, just take the pants off. I love this. If it's like an all-day thing, I'll go with like just really comfy shorts. Oh, my God. I love yeah. this. It, anyway. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> I I do like, I keep all my clothes on, but I do a thing where it's like if I'm going to chore during the day, I literally roll out of bed. Yeah. And wh- whatever I have worn to bed. I wear throughout the choring. It's great. There's no, I don't change, oh. I don't shower. I just like, and then I just chore, chore, chore. And then when it's finished, it's like, now I shower. Now you shower. Ooh. And it is great. And I'm like you. I only like having time to myself when I know, like, it's especially juicy if I know that Aaron's coming home, we're going to do something fun after. Yes. So it's like all this battery recharge time is for something fun. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's that. like. That's like the ultimate relaxed day, you know. Yes. Maybe maybe I like slip a pedicure in there too, just Whoop, you know? just real quick. Mm-hmm. No, I no, finally no. broke down. No, no, no. Yeah. good for you. It's so so pretty. Oh, they're beautiful. I know, I know. And this is like two weeks old. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You do like the gel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, is the gel? <laughs> mm. You so fancy. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, we definitely digress, but in the best way. Yeah. uh, With actually some great hashtag throwbacks. Yes. Yeah. Um, But today we're going to talk about uh, attachment styles. (gasps) Yeah. And just like 101. Okay. Real basics. You know, there's about, this is a science that's been around since the 1950s. If you've ever taken a social work class, there's no way you haven't seen the video from the 70s. You've seen it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You've seen it. With the mom and the baby. You know, yes. that one freaks me out. I always think, like, is this ethical? The, like, the the one where they, like, would remove them and yes. see how they did. Yes. Yes. The, yes. Yes. the like, study video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Maybe yeah. it's 80s. It might, it might be 80s if I'm thinking about the clothes. But, like, Either yeah, it's way. the mom, and then the, the mom leaves, and the kid breaks down, and the mom comes back, and they're comforted by the mom. That's, like, secure attachment, right? right. Like, 
Um, and so, oh man, I just know you've seen it if you're in social work. If not, you can YouTube it. It's all on yeah, YouTube. I, I would venture to guess, even if you've done like basic psychology courses oh, you're in right. college, you've probably seen it there as well. Yep. Or like, um, what is the, I can't remember, sociology. If you've done that, they definitely go over it yeah. in sociology. Um, so yeah, there's a pretty good chance you've already heard of it. We're just going to talk about kind I'll of... I'll try to find a link to it. I'll see if it's oh. available, like, widely available. And if I can find a link to it, I'll try to add it. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube, which will... But who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, there might have been some kind of copyright thing, but... Well, but like you were saying, I think today we're just going to go over the basic ones. You can really... And we may later, right, mm-hmm. in later seasons, like, you can do attachment styles in parent-child relationships, attachment style, like, it goes, you can go crazy with it, Mm -hmm. but I think we'll just do the basics today. Oh, yeah, just one-on-one. So people Mm -hmm. can maybe start thinking about what their attachment style might be. And it is a great window into understanding your behavior in personal relationships, and not just in, like, romantic relationships that's probably where it's actually the easiest to sure, see to see of course of course because <laughs> i think we are all pretty aware of our good and bad behavior when we are in relationships <laughs> uh but it can help too with like facilitating bosses the if you become a boss like there's yeah. really interesting like connections to that and then um uh in the next couple episodes we'll talk about it more on the child side when i yes. talk about uh tbri which is trust-based relational intervention okay um but right now we're just going to talk about adults being just an adult. overview mm-hmm. kind of general mm-hmm. um sort of what and what are the attachment styles and some of you may know this some of you may not so we'll just kind of generally go over the the four attachment styles um so do you have an order you like to do them in or um, I don't actually have an order, but, uh, we'll talk about, um, you know, secure attachments, the goal, right? Like if you right. have secure attachment, congratulations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've made it. How'd you get it? Where'd you buy it from? <laughs> such a social work joke. I'm actually really proud of that. <laughs> um, there is, uh, and again, four types, secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. Yes. And so we'll talk just a little bit about those. And I think, and this is the one thing that I think is the most important thing to take away from this episode, and we're just going to say it up front, um, is you can mend your attachment style. Mm. And that, like, earned attachment is probably one of the most hopeful sciences because um, uh, your attachment style is a product of how you were raised of course um and life experiences in like uh your formidable years sure sure so sure maybe one so yeah i mean i so correct me if i'm wrong but it's kind of like uh our one of our little sayings like it's not your fault your attachment style is not your fault but if it's causing you issues it's now your responsibility to work on finding a better attachment style a thousand okay. percent. Okay. Yeah. The brain is a magical thing and it can learn um, and you can help it learn <gasps> healthy attachment. What? Yeah. Yeah. Good job, brain. Yeah. She's a, she's a gift. She's, she's an absolute <laughs> pr- gift. Proud of you. You got it, girl. You got it. <laughs> Just give her a little. Okay. Um, uh, no, but you're a hundred percent right. So um, the things that happened to you as a child and even in your like formidable years when your brain's not fully formed. 
you're going to act as like, you know, like some people are like, but I was a teenager. I remember one of my really good friends mm. said that to me once. He was, he was like, but I was a teenager. And I was like, oh, well, I know the way you were raised, first of all, mm-hmm. and your brain wasn't formed. So maybe have a little grace for yourself. Yes. Like uh, yeah. nobody here is blaming you for anything, no. you know, like, um, so kind of take the, taking that understanding into adulthood right. and working towards healthy attachment. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to, we'll just talk a little bit about each style. Yes. And then maybe you and I can bounce off ideas what we feel our attachment style is. Mm, okay. Um, and then we will. It ain't secure. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, don't you think it is now, though? Mm, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. <laughs> well, I can definitely say that mine has changed. Okay. Um, okay. But definitely in my early, late uh, early and late twenties, um, I did not have secure attachment. Okay. And I think for most of my adult life I didn't. And it wasn't until, um, I found a terrific partner and did a, some mental health work where I started to realize, cause it doesn't, it isn't just partner based. Right. Right. Like, um, I mean, you need a healthy partner if you're going to get secure attachment, that's, yeah. you know, but like that work had to be done cause I had to dig out some stuff. Yeah. Like, um, anxiety was being a huge factor but so pin this idea until after we talk about what the attack that's not a pan i feel like that was more like you popped a bubble oh that sounds more like maybe you stuck that in yeah into like a cork Cork cork. yeah i love that i love that so pin the thought idea because i want to go over the attachments first do you think like when entering a new relationship not even personal. You get a new boss, new coworker, new friend, like whatever it is. Do you think you could start in one attachment style when it's like a new person? Oh, interesting. Like kind of almost go back to your old one. Yes. Life. That is a topic worth discussion. Think it. Mull yeah. it over. I ju- it just kind of randomly came to me for a second. I wonder if you can switch in and out of them that quickly. But let's talk about them first so people know what we're talking uh, about. Love it. Okay. Officially pinned. I think that's great. Okay. Let's make a note of that because I will. I will. Not, okay, good. Because I, I will. will probably forget to come back to that. God, you guys. Susan has the most beautiful handwriting. It's no. It's, yeah, she does, and she doesn't believe it, and it's nuts. We should just send a picture. We'll we'll post a picture of her handwriting, <laughs> and this is like her like this is my note taking handwriting. Yeah. Like oh no. Okay. The first one is. Secure. Okay. And, and, we are going to start nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some of this we are going to have to touch a little bit to like childhood because attachment comes Well, of course. And I think for those listeners that maybe are parents, you could like yes. think about it that way too. Like yes. think about how you're, you know, shaping your children's attachment oh, ab- style. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, bless you, parents. It's not oh, an easy bless job. You. Bless you. May you be blessed. Yeah. I don't even know what else to say. All, all the blessings. <laughs> okay, so uh, secure attachment means um, you had your physical and emotional needs met. You probably had a very emotionally available parent. Right. Um, the signs of this is you can regulate your own emotions as in adulthood. Um, you are able to trust other people. I think that's the big one, right? Yeah. At least for me, yeah. when I think of secure attachment, that's my big one. You can just, you trust, and not naively, I don't, yeah. like, I don't think of it as naively yeah. trusting, yeah. right? Yeah. But just that you can trust mm-hmm. when you're coming into relationship with a person or people's. Yes. That it's safe. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because that preconceived notion that this person is unsafe and is going to hurt me isn't there. Because as a wow. kid, that's not what you experienced. I know. What? It's. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know this, but at the same time, it's like, wait, kids, some kids had that? <laughs> I know. I know. It actually kind of blows my mind a little bit. Wow. That's the joke, hence, when we're right. like, congratulations, <laughs> you made it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Oh, you're comfortable being alone. Um, Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. So also in relationship with yourself, yep. you are safe Just and secure. Like, wow. um, I think that's a good sign when, you're, when your therapist was like, do nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably a good flag that, like, we're highlighting there's some insecure t- attachment here because, like, yeah. you were like, no, you know, that's a big yeah. reaction yeah. to a small, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, let's see, you can seek emotional support. This is a huge one. Like, so oh. when you're not doing well, you can reach out to relationship and yeah. be like, I need, you know? Yeah. Um, and this one is so interesting cause we'll get to my original attachment style, but I can tell I have secure attachment now, uh, because I'll just, I'll just tell a story. This is so adorable. Um, I am needle avoidant, right? Yes. Like I really struggle and like, not just like avoidant, like I like pass out. So I have to sit in the special chair, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, I'm the age where I have to get my blood drawn. Cause it's time to like, I got it. You know, I'm watching those cholesterols <laughs> and like, right. Watching those numbers. Yeah. Yes. And so it's time cause we moved. So we got a new PCP, you know? And so I know that I actually can't get my blood drawn alone even though I did try again while I was here and oh, it got bless really your close heart. and I just looked at the lady and I was like, I'm so sorry. I actually need reinforcements, uh, which is what I call Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I just know like Aaron, I have a doctor's appointment. I know that if you're there and I mean, it's nuts. I, I still get like the like sweaties, you know, from head yeah. to toe, but I know if I have him there and I hold my hand, I, it gives me permission to just close my eyes uh, just do it right really fast. And so like, I don't pass out anymore. And now I know like I can reach out for help and I just will need that. And I'm comfortable with that. <gasps> and it's really the only, it's the only weird, strange, irrational fear I have. Like my little palms. And I mean like my palms get sweaty. Yeah. Like it is legit fear. Not just like, yes. I don't like <laughs> broccoli, but like you, like that physical reaction to the fear. And yeah. I, I walked in to get it done. And the lady's like told Aaron, she, he was like, or she was like, you can wait out in the thing. And I was like, oh, no, nope. actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm really sorry. He can't. I, uh, I don't do super well. And I don't think she real, I think she thought I was just like maybe faking it. Yeah. You know? I just want my partner it's with exactly, me all the time. That's the vibe. Cause she yeah. gave me like a hard eye roll. And so I sit down and she's like, have you ever passed out before? And I yeah. was like. Yes, yeah, several times. Every time. And she was like, oh. And then I totally won her over. And I okay. think she, I was like, she's like, uh, well, you need to breathe. That's why people pass out. And it's cute. I was like, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I know. Mm-hmm. And I try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ma'am, this is a biological response I'm not proud of. Yeah. What happens? Like, yeah. And that's what I told her. And she laughed really hard. So once we got her on the team, but it's that weird, like, just confidence and ability to be like. To no. just ask for. Yeah. What you need and not have any like feel ba- like bad feelings about it. Like oh, I'm yeah, being no. needy or feeling no. guilty or shameful. No. Oh, that sounds secure to me. It is great. And I got to tell you, it like, yeah, it's inter- It's just a really interesting thing. Like 
So, yeah, there are pieces where I'm like, oh, I could see. And then, of course, I didn't do that in my 20s. Surprise, surprise. What? Oh, yeah, and I was passing out all over. I mean, just (laughs) like, oh, my God. God bless me. I'm such an angel. Such an angel. Uh, Oh, this is a good marker of secure attachment, which I'm working towards. High self-esteem. What's that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's when. (laughs) And this is crazy. (laughs) You feel good and confident in yourself. What? That's a thing, huh? People have that. Just naturally? From childhood. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. I'm getting there. I think I'm like a million times better than oh, I was. Yeah. But I, I can see it in how you draw boundaries with people. Yeah. That, I'm like, yeah. High self-esteem, but do you think, like, cocky? Well, I think people with low self-esteem probably misdiagnose people that have good self-esteem as cocky all the time. Gotcha. See, that's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. Especially women, right? Like, society loves to knock confident women down a peg. Yeah. They just love to do when that. When really, they're just probably securely attached and the rest of us are. And they're probably legitimately good at what they do. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, yes. that drives me nuts. Like, we're so hard on women. We're so, just mean. So, and we're getting there, but there are four attachment styles, like Annie Mm -hmm, said. mm -hmm. What I think is so funny, Mm -hmm. or what I'm visualizing, do you remember when you were a kid and we'd play Foursquare? (laughs) And I feel like secure attachment is, like, the number one square where you get to serve. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And you're just The more we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, I want to be in square one. (laughs) I... I love, oh my god, why do they not have adult Foursquare? Well, let's start it. Oh my god. Dude, you could have a bar and have, like, a Foursquare on the patio. Okay. Um, I want you to know that I was a fierce competitor at Foursquare. I feel like you actually would be very good at Foursquare, too. I was pretty good. Because I've seen you, like, jazzercise and line dance. I was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. This might be, like, our first challenge. Tetherball, not my jam. Oh, God, four no. square. Wall ball. It's pretty good at wall ball, too. Oh, yeah. But four square. Oh, yeah. I wish um, I wish you lived closer, because I would totally try, like, racquetball with you. Like, okay. you know, the inside. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that... I always see that in business movies. Yeah. That's always what they, they do for fun. They all go play racquetball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. lunch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to try that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, also put a pin in that. Okay. Um... <laughs> But I think that's a fair assessment, right? It's what you, it's the goal, secure attachment. Yes, I love that. I love that. Next, we're going to talk about the avoidant attachment style. Okay. Um, You have maybe heard this called anxious avoidant before. Okay. Um, And it is, um, it's defined by our failures to build long-term relationships uh, and uh, a real inability to engage in physical and emotional intimacy. Some big markers. So avoiding things? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and again, like, I think the truth of all of these, remember we say relationship is everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is probably, I bet, you know, spoiler alert, this is going to have to do with trauma early mm. on because this is, it's all, you know, we are so built to survive and built to like, we are a social species. We can't... Those are, like, biological things we can't deny about yeah. who we are. Yeah. So, it really has to do with, you know... So, how it develops. Uh-oh. Um, you were left alone by yourself a lot. So, like... Um, oh, I mean, okay. we got a whole generational okay. term. Like, a latchkey kid, right? Like, that... This this can be some markers of that. 
Um, especially if you were really young and left alone. That's a pretty big deal. Like um, too young and left alone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are expected to be independent as a kid when you should be dependent. Right? Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you were, like, you got in trouble for times you were relying on people. Oh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you should be independent. Okay. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. Um, you were rejected when expressing your needs. Uh Uh-oh. I know. Ding, ding. I know. I know. Um, I don't think this one is fully me, actually, but, uh, and you were, uh, when you had needs, they were met slowly. They were, like prioritized. Oh. Like lower prioritized units. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes, I'll get to you, but these other things yeah. are more important and take priority over that. Yeah. Ouch. I, I think I could have been prone to this one, but um, I have a really strong sibling set. And one of the strengths, you know, I, I talked really openly in my Core Wounds episode. Yeah. Um, one of the huge strengths I had, and I think sometimes life can be exponentially harder for people that move around a lot Mm -hmm. was I had, uh, you know, a frustrating experience with church and all those things, but I had a peer group that really helped with this piece Oh, because we didn't move around a lot. So I had friends and neighbors and I was allowed to go play with them all the time. So there was a certain level of like, so you could get that need met. Yeah. Somewhere else. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think, you know, when my parents were healthy, they were attentive. So I don't think I fall into this category. Right. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. What are you thinking? I, I saw some light bulb moments. I, I don't, I don't, I would not say this completely describes me, but there yeah. are a few of those yeah. kind of how it happened that was like, oh. Yeah. But I don't know. It's not, it's not feeling like bam. Yeah. Check, check. Um, we can but, talk a little bit about the signs okay. of it too, which might help a lot. Um, so you persistently avoid emotional or physical intimacy. Okay. And um, I'm actually... Because it's not safe. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I do either of those things. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty... Yeah. I don't, I don't think this one checks out for me, but I've definitely met people that struggle with this. And it can be super hard because you don't realize that ev- like most of the things you're doing are separating you from relationship right. with other people. Right, 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 And, like, we know that in terms of, like, life or death, that that puts you in the death category, right? We need people to be alive. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and some of the people I've known that have fallen into this category can present so well, right? Sure. But it's when you get down to those intimate levels that, like, the struggle is real. Yeah. Um, which is super hard because... Uh, Again, we need this relationship. Yeah. We need relationships to survive. So um, you could feel a strong sense of independence, right? And and maybe take, like, pride in that independence. Well, yeah, which again, which again makes total sense because totally. you were told to take care of yourself. Yeah. And that relying on others was not going to get you anywhere. And you were praised for it. So, of right. course, you're going to take pride of it. In yeah. Adult. Like, um, okay, all right. <laughs> Another one is, uh, you are dismissive of, the, of others, mm-hmm. which would make sense because I would imagine if you're being told to be independent and you have someone who's like openly expressing their needs, yeah, that would feel like both overwhelming and insulting. Kind yes. Of, you know, so you'd be like, Mm-mm. And well, and here's where I come back to like the different types of relationships 
I wonder, like, in a business relationship, right, this is going to seem like what you would want, right? This person that's independent, knows what they're doing, doesn't take shit from nobody, right? Just, like, I could see that even as an adult continuing to be praised. Like, yeah. yeah. But you turn around and try to be that attachment style when you get home in a personal relationship, right? Yeah. How that wouldn't work. That so I just think it's interesting. It's so that's how in different scenarios, yeah, different styles. I don't know. Well, and that's a great point. I wonder, like, like for kids that are raised this way, if they end up doing things like sales jobs, right, and, right, and like corporate America, um, because you're right, it, it's totally reinforcing that idea, uh, and with money. <laughs> And you get paid for it. Well, um, that is a really, uh, oh, I, okay. we're going to pin, pin that, that one, one too. Cause that is a, I think that's a really brilliant thought of like, and, and maybe this is more for like the listeners and gearing towards self-reflection. If you're listening and you're like, oh man, that sounds like me. And then you're realizing I'm really fucking successful. Like, yeah. Um, but then you're realizing like, but my personal is not as great. Not so great. So it, I think that's great. Like, I think you could keep those skills in a business world. Uh, you can have both is what I think what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. say. Like, yeah. Um, uh, but what a great, what a great thought. Yeah. I freaking love doing this podcast. <laughs> okay. We learn when you learn, guys. I know. We, it's so we fun. We learn together. Aww. And I, I apologize if sometimes we trail off kind of too far mm. and things maybe get a little out of hand. Um, but no, it's because like we're journeying with you. Yeah. Um, so we want to kind of give you the basics, but we can't help but like, Dream. Be like, what about this? Yeah. What about this? And I think eventually we'll get to all our what abouts, right? We won't necessarily get all these pins now in yeah. this episode. We don't want it to be five hours long, but <laughs> there'll be like new episodes where we will explore mm-hmm. our pins even more. Um, And a good plug for that is if you have a pin, if you're, because the whole idea is, right, we're exploring these tools so that you feel empowered to explore these tools too. Yeah. Maybe an aha moment or anything, send it to us. We'll talk about it. Oh, please send us your pins. Yeah. We should find a way to put like a cork board (gasps) on our website and people can like pin little post-its. Oh my God, I have goosebumps. (laughs) I know I can post it on my computer, like you can get digital post-its or whatever. Anyway. Um, You know what? Can you make a note? Because what I will do is I will, uh, because I I do the editing for the website, is I will add a page that's like a cork board, put a pin in it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I can do it where people can edit it, but if you send us our ideas, I think I could make it work. I will take that hashtag challenge and see what I can make happen. Okay. But do... Like, yeah. like Andy's saying, if you, if you're having these aha moments and you're like, oh, but what about this? Please send it to us. That's Do the it. whole point. Yeah. We want to explore that with you, for you. I can't freaking wait. That's so. what that has to do. Um, yeah. Okay. So we have, we've done secure and avoidant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, um, we're going to just do a couple more. More on avoidant. Okay. Just real fast. You have commitment issues. If you've ever heard that, that might be a sign. That's like a red, like a red flag, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you prefer to spend more time alone than with others. Makes sense. Totally fair. Uh, and you believe you don't need others in your life. So you Ooh, have that belief system. that's a big one. Yeah. That's a... Because sometimes I want to spend time by myself, right? Yeah. I don't think that makes me avoid an attachment totally. style. But that belief that is, in that yeah. is huge. Huge. Which is so interesting because that's so... Um, 
oh shoot, that's like, what's it called when you have a non-congruent thought? Like cognitive dissonance. Thank you, thank you. That's a that's perfect... on my list for oh, other episodes. It's you guys. We're gonna have so much fun talking about that. But that's a perfect example of cognitive dissonance because we know science-wise, like literally babies die if they don't have human touch. Right. There's something about us that uh, you live longer, you have better life satisfaction. They're, like, we need relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's like a perfect level of cognitive dissonance to believe somehow you don't need that relationship to survive. Right. When biology and all science is saying, no, you, you do. do. <laughs> you really do, actually. You do. <laughs> you do. Oh, my gosh. That's so awesome. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Next, we're going to... So we talked about avoidant. Yep. Now we're going to talk about... Anxious. Ugh. Okay. Hmm. So this, this is yeah. This one. This feeling more like I'm like I feel uh-oh. like I'm settling in. Uh oh. This is my jam. Here uh-oh. we go. What is this? Oh no. <laughs> oh, this might fit really good. This fits perfectly. Oh god. <laughs> we'll go ahead and talk about uh, what it's characterized by. Okay. And you can tell me what you think. Yeah, check it, check them all off. Here we go. Oh man. <laughs> Fear of rejection. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Fear of abandonment. Check. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, depending on a partner for validation check, or emotional regulation. Check and check. Unfortunately for me, it's like check, 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 yeah. check. Like too big. Like, oh. Like the check marks are very large and they're very red. Oh, they're, yeah. I, it's like not a pretty red. No. You know? Which they're all checked, red? then like circled. Oh, yeah. And then starred. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. in a sloppy. Someone didn't even oh, do a no, good job. Oh no, of course yeah. it's sloppy. Mm-hmm. Like a ball. And somehow pen. that's my fault. Oh, okay. Totally, totally. <laughs> Clean it up, Annie. <laughs> Why do you know me so good? <laughs> um, here's a big one: codependent tendencies. I know. Me? I know. Me, me too. codependent. Me too. Me too. Me too. Too many codependency books I read. It's like my biggest fear also. I know. I know. It's my biggest fear and I just got to be really cautious. But we have to remember this is not our fault. Love that. You know what? And I love it that. is our responsibility and we're doing it. That's the other we thing. We are like, taking care of business. I do love that because you and I have sought this out with an exponential level of responsibility. Yeah. To like, because like I know my past. I know what I've come from and... um. I am actively seeking tools to prevent that yeah. and to be a healthy partner and friend and coworker and yeah. So I think that's I, great. And I mean, just in what you read, I could see if if this is someone's first time learning about attachment styles, yeah, them hearing those things, and because you're anxious attachment, immediately thinking it's your fault somehow, right? Oh, like, that's so sweet. It just you're lines right. all right up to yeah. be like. Oh, yeah. crap, what did I do to oh. be this way? You didn't. This is not your fault. Yeah. This was the way you yeah. were raised. And I'm not even, I'm not here to, like, blame your parents. It's yeah bigger than that, right? Um, So it's not your fault if yeah. you are checking all these boxes like we are. Um, I will say, I, I'll probably leave in my little plug for NARM. Okay. Too, because he said something, it was a visual that helped me really understand how these are imprinted on us as children. Yeah. And he's like, so if you're a kid, and this this doesn't necessarily talk about a specific attachment style, more like how you developed it. 
Oh, yes. Like, and he's like, you're a kid, and you your parents are arguing in the other room. And, and it was like a very low-level example, right? He's like, you kind of have two options. You can say... I'm a good kid. My parents need to get their shit together. Mm. Or much more likely, like no kid has that thought process, right? Because because they're kids. Well, well, because if your parents are bad, if they're the ones that are wrong in that scenario, right? You die because you don't have relationship at that point, right? Gotcha. And so it's like that 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 logic, although we would say is correct, leads to death in that developmental mind. Right. So that's not an option. Your other option is. I'm bad, I can change, I can fix this somehow. Fix this, yeah, yeah. And that keeps you in relationship, which keeps you alive. Gotcha. And I was like, that helped me so much. Like, I love hearing multiple views of explanation of, like... all the views. Yes, please. So it really, truly isn't your fault. Like, you were surviving. Yes, Um, yes. But again, totally your responsibility. And you know what? You can do it. Like, there is secure attachment on the other end, right? It's true. It's true. It's just great. It's great. Um, okay, so uh, how it develops, we can chat a little bit about that. Um, uh, so you'll be between overly coddled and detached or indifferent. So like um, uh, certain things, you're just going to be the star of attention. Okay. Uh, other things, pass. So it's like this, like I can't tell... You know, like, oh, kind of as a kid. I'm trying there's to no, like, consistency mm-hmm. in yeah. that. I'm trying to think of, like, a good example. And I think this one might be slightly biased. Like, because I've said, you know, as a clinician, religion can totally be a huge support for people. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it wasn't. Right. So, like, you know, there was times, like, if I behaved a certain way or did a certain thing or didn't, so much attention good or bad oh gotcha and then other things it was like hey can anybody you weren't even there hey yeah. guys hey hey hello hello <laughs> little adele moment um <laughs> i'm trying to think of a, like a more uh maybe a more tangible for like our listeners example um i'll have to think on that one can you think of like a tangent like a well I mean, I'm just, I, I'm thinking kind of in my, my own growing up, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like when I brought home, uh, you know, all A's, like, congrats, like, oh. great. Like, that's awesome. That's wonderful. Yeah. But like the rest of the time, yeah. Noth- nothing, yeah. because I was like the good, quiet kid and I didn't need anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could. I was fine. Yeah. I wasn't a problem. I didn't need help with anything. So for me, it was definitely more of the just, hello, can anyone even see me here? Yeah. But definitely praised for, you know, Mm -hmm. good things. I think a lot of, and the article doesn't go into this too much. We're just basing this on a really basic article, but, um, uh, if you have parents that struggle with addiction mm-hmm. um, or that struggle with mental health and there will be seasons when they're giving you a lot of good and positive attention and then seasons that they're really checked out mm-hmm. will also have a common byproduct into this category because you as a kid don't really know that. And so you can't tell. Like sometimes I get these great cuddles from mom. Right. Sometimes I, I, she can't even see yes. that here. So it's, 
definitely performance based. That's a huge part of it. And ding, then there's, ding, ding. And yes. then there's also like this, like when you're little, invisible, external, like, yes. you know. Yeah. Because um, it was never like you're in trouble. Yeah. It just, it just like you was like there. you weren't there. Ugh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Boy, that breaks my heart. Um, parents also that are really involved in work, like, you know, like, and they come home grumpy and dysregulated sometimes. Yeah. But then other times they're there for you. Like, yeah. that can be like, what is happening? Uh, like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, and yes. so, uh, which is so interesting. And then of course, of course you're going to end up kind of like, what is an adult? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Um, uh, another telltale sign is you're very easily overwhelmed, right? <clears throat> Um, okay. Yeah, but who isn't? That's, that's an not fair one. <laughs> I say because I have it. Um, uh, been sometimes, uh, like, uh, um, and then uh, you were responsible for how your parents felt. Uh, that one is Highlight a, that in every freaking color you own. That's like a ding, 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 ding. That is me to a T. Yeah. And again, I, I don't even... Now that I've done my work, like I said, I don't blame my parents for that no. at all. No. Like, I don't think no. they set those expectations originally. I think I did it, and it just got praised in a way, I guess. Does that make um, sense? You're I, looking like, no. Okay. <laughs> well, I just feel like I want you to... And not, not blame them. Nobody wants you to blame them. But recognizing that, like, you didn't put that into in, Oh, motion, gotcha. You know, like... Okay. It's great to praise your kids when they are proud of their grades. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, like, kids also need emotional support. Like, and, you know, sure, our parents weren't as educated, right? Like, there's a whole... But but you didn't set that into motion. Like, you know, like... Look at me being anxious about it, see? Yeah, and you were a child worth getting to know, (laughs) right? Like, and every child is. So, like, um, I don't know. I I just, uh, I heard that, and I was like, "Mm, I don't love that. Like, uh, this, like, I set it into motion thing. Oh. That's, that's all. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, well, I was the peacekeeper of the house, oh, right? sweet peanut. I bet, and you and were so, so good at it. And I, I guess it was more of, like, I felt like I had to be the protector mm-hmm. of people's emotions in the home. Not physically. Yeah. I didn't feel like I physically had to protect anyone from anybody. Yeah. But I, it, I very much felt like I had to protect everyone's feelings mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of responsibility for yeah. a little person. I was good, though. I was good at oh, it. Oh, you're good at it now. <laughs> um, you know, greatest, you know, like, childhood trauma can become a strength. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, no joke. Um, and that sucks. What's interesting real. to me is growing up, I was always kind of called an old soul. Yeah. Which I I kind of loved, but yeah. I'm wondering if it was, yeah. this was why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Mind blown. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Listeners, man, I, this is, I, mm. Yeah, we're having some good aha moments over here. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. We haven't even got to how it presents. We've gotten to just how it develops. Uh Okay. 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 To, wait, we're some of them we kind of did talk about fear of rejection. Got it. Okay, clingy tendencies. Actually, this one isn't as strong for me. I think I'm a little more, um, you know, I clingy. 
I, it's weird. I don't. Maybe in I'm romantic clingy. relationships, I'm clingy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm better now. Okay, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's sweet. It's okay. sweet though. You know, <laughs> uh, highly sensitive to criticism. That used to be me. Ooh. I used to be terrible at that. Like, because I was like, "You're, you're like insulting you're my not- human beingness." Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't hear it. Oh. I know. Needing approval from others. That's, oh, that is, that was my life source. I needed to feel cool to feel like I a person. I did not matter unless oh. other people approved of me. Oh, my God. That's old me, guys. I've done so much yes. work and I'm so much better. This is same. Same. Yeah. Definitely. I'm talking about in my 20s, Annie. God yep. bless her. Oh, she was such yep. an angel. Uh, jealous tendencies mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Like it was, oh God, low <laughs> self-esteem, basically in the gutter. Ding. Aaron makes a joke that that's the only reason I ended up with him is because I had low self-esteem. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Okay. Um, Cause now I have great self-esteem. Yeah. So, uh, feeling unworthy of love and yep. I cannot stress that one enough. Yeah. Like um, intense fear of rejection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, signs of fear or abandonment. That is a huge one that was reinforced in my like very formative young adult years. That was, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, even recently, I think until this like newest kind of round of medication and therapy mm-hmm. was yet. Yeah, I mean, I was terrified that everyone was going to leave or die at all times same. right yes that's same. all i could think about all the time those are those intrusive thoughts that like i really am scared of yeah right? and and again that's a mental health measure for me yeah when those take an uptick i'm like i need to like start really taking my self-care seriously do i need to like pull my counselor out of my tool belt right. because like um those are obviously high stress I love the you know like you need those relationships to survive and I think for people in this category when you have those secure relationships I think for myself the biggest like creeping in like maybe sliding backwards thought is now that you have them you're gonna lose them oh you know like that like uh and those are the ultimate I say naughty it's not like like you know but like those are my mental health measures if that creeps in I'm too stressed out. I'm too spread gotcha. thin. I've got to like, you know, Yep. Uh, I got to talk those out. Like sometimes I'll just, you know, if I'm having like an anxious day, I'll be like, oh, so frustrating, Aaron. I'm having a really anxious day. Yeah. And I can feel these thoughts creep in it. Uh, talking through it actually really helps me quite a oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Uh, fear of abandonment we t- and difficulty trusting others. Yes. Yeah. So, uh now we get to talk about Ooh, the last, last one, one, which is disorganized attachment style. Um, and this one, I would say uh, probably a, a larger percentage of we'll talk about like PTSD and complex PTSD yeah, later. Of course. But I think complex PTSD experienced as a child has a lot to do with this attachment style. With the disorganized, mm-hmm. of course. Of yep. course. And this one is like if you experience like childhood abuse and neglect. Right. This is, uh, you are very likely to fall in this pattern and you are more susceptible to personality disorders. Okay. Um, okay. And again, not your fault. No. But your responsibility. Yeah. Yes. So like it's really, attachment styles are more helping you shine a light and helping you learn how to get to that secure point. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Uh, okay, so signs of it. Yeah. Fear of rejection. I think that one's pretty common, but... Sure. You you can't regulate your own emotions, right? Like, Bam. Yep. Um, I would even go as far to say as you're not good at co-relation either. Like, okay. So, like, you know, we talk about our style and our big tendency is, like, you look to someone else to help you co-regulate, right? Yeah. So you kind of codependent. You can't even do that. You just... You're just on this yeah. emotional ride. Um, oh. Which I imagine would be so frustrating. <sighs> Especially if you're, like, kind of a type A, like, you present really well, but this is going on in the back. Yeah. Would be so frustrating to try to, to live, like, positive adulthood. It just hurts my heart. Yeah. For it's, people yeah. that grew up this way. Yeah, because, like, again, like, you're a kid. You didn't, yeah. you didn't choose these outcomes. And here you are as an adult. And every, all of a sudden, everybody's like, well, now you're responsible for what you do. What? And you're like, my brain's not working. <laughs> like, somebody help me. Somebody help. Yes. Yeah. And again, there's hope. I just want to yes. be clear. Just because this one, we're going to talk about some difficult subject matter. This category, you can make it to secure attachment. Yep. So the brain is a beautiful, magical thing. Yes. Um. Yeah, but it will take work. It, a lot of work. Oh, yeah. But... Yep. I mean, well, you know, you just, you got to train your brain and that takes practice and work and, yep. but you can do it. You can do it, you guys. You can do it. Um, contradictory behaviors. Oh. Yeah. 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 I have, I think I can see a little bit of these, like, especially in my early twenties when I'm just mm. like, no mental health treatment. Like I'm just out there. Woo! God bless me. High levels of anxiety. Super what? high. And that can present, like, different things, right? Some people externalize their anxiety, so, like, it's somebody else's fault. Like, we see that a lot in young, what we, like, criminally define as DV, but uh, it may have a little bit more to do with, like, anxiety, anger management, right? Okay. So, um, there's, like, the external, the internal, where someone can present totally chill, but, like, inside, they're just melting. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that was me, I think. With but anxiety. also, like, the, it's such a beautiful thing that the brain does to help you survive at the it's same ama- time. It's amazing. That it's, yeah, that it's doing that to get you through. But also, like, what a shit show yeah. up in there. And it is oh. so wild because I have met people that can, like, you know, like, compartmentalize. And they can, like, present so well. Like, successful, dynamic, and then inside, in their brain, they have unmended, dis, uh, um, what are we calling this? Dysregulated or... I, this uh, is disorganized. Disorganized. I don't know what I want to call it. Well, and I think for, for listeners, you may see, like, these attachment style charts, and people will call them a little bit different yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's why sometimes it's like, which one is this? Because yeah, I have heard other charts will we'll yeah. call it other things. Or I mean, yeah. dysregulated, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a great point, actually. Um, but for sake, we'll, we'll call it disorganized. Okay. This one is really, again, we kind of talked about the connection. Right. To some mood disorders, um, personality disorders, um, self-harm. Okay. Is a really, it's a really big one here. Um, and again, the beauty of it is we can get to that secure attachment. Um, and it isn't your fault. No. Yeah. Yeah. Not it not at all. And yeah. I would wonder if um cuz it feels like the disorganized is 
like partially the avoidant and anxious, just like at a higher level. Like oh. like you le- leveled up or down, I guess. Oh, I could see that. Or maybe like it's got both of those two things together. Yeah. Like, oh, I could, I could And I could see, see how you introduce any sort of, like, like you were saying, any sort of trauma, especially physical. Yeah. How, how that would level all of those other things just kind of up even higher. Oh. You know, I kind of wonder, like, a little bit, the more we're talking about it, I have always thought I had more of the anxious attachment. But I think, I think truthfully, especially in my early 20s, it was more disorganized because mm. I would really, like I had, uh, you know, I have pretty significant um, childhood and young adulthood trauma. Yeah. And so like, um, I, I think, I think I would actually lean more towards that category. Interesting. Um, because I would like bounce between anxious and avoidant like pretty hard yes um and i'm wondering if that you know if i should have really classified it as dysregulated because uh or disorganized which i keep intertwining to i'm so (laughs) sorry um because uh, once i started you know my mental health journey and really pursuing um like desired secure attachment and pieces like that um, I, I don't know. Do you know what? Just from an outside perspective, because yeah. I knew you in your 20s. God bless you. I for do. I think if I wasn't the person I was. Yeah. Um, and couldn't read people as well as I do. Yeah. I would have totally stuck you more in the avoidant. Oh, interesting. But the longer yeah, I've known point. you. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's anxious. Yeah. <laughs> That's anxiety, but from the outside, I could definitely see, just without any knowledge, I'd be like, oh, you're totally avoidant. Yeah. And I did have a strong, I think you're right, because, like, I would just be like, nope, you know, and just, you know, like, kind of walk away. And so I think, yeah, I think the more I think about it, I would actually put myself in the disorganized. More in the disorganized. Yeah, because I think... There was definitely pieces where I'm like, I'm better alone. I hate everybody. I'm the best. I can I can do this on my own. And yeah. this river of underrunning deep yes. anxiety. Like, I'm a failure. I'm the worst. Nothing good. You know? And so I think, this is why I love exploring these things. But yeah, I think I put myself more in the disorganized when I was not healthy. Yes. And I shouldn't say, yes. you know, and again, this was a product of, of complete circumstance and you guys, listeners, I need you to know it is our responsibility. Yep. And and it's so empowering to know that when you take on that responsibility, you can build to secure attachment. Yes. And I, I can't tell you how effing awesome it is to have secure attachment. And like if you've you know, if you've experienced significant trauma probably putting you in the disorganized attachment area, it will flare up. You'll see little signs sure. of it. Oh, and sure. Then be like, but how awesome is it that I have like? And so I just want to encourage uh, everyone starting on their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do this, and it's really great on the other side yeah. and in the middle. Like yeah. all of it. Yes. Yeah. Every time you learn something about yourself, yeah, I think it's this little kind of little baby win, you know, because then you have more knowledge, yeah. which is going to give you more power yep. to change that thing. Yep. If 
if you want to. Yep. You know. Hashtag memorialize the win. Aww. I love that so much. We're getting good throwbacks. I also, this has been a longer episode, so we'll wrap. Okay. And we uh, don't stress out too much, listeners. We will talk more about attachment styles, more about how this ties into your childhood and pieces like that. Oh, yeah. So we'll down get to all the pins mm-hmm. that we have. Send us your pins. We will. Mm-hmm. Re- we mm-hmm. can do a whole season on attachment and styles. You, and so. I think it will pop up in like it seasons will. to come. It will. Yeah. And and we'll talk about um, TBRI. We'll talk about NARM. And these are all different approaches and ideas that help explore these pieces. And yeah. It's, it's just great. So yeah. there's tons of hope out there. And I am so grateful, of course, to share time with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So just I'll go over them real quick again. Secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. Mm-hmm. Those are the four we eventually got to. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, those are the four primary. Yeah. Or as I like to say, dysregulated. It's not. It's disorganized. But for some reason, they're they're very interchangeable. Same yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. difference. We'll just let it happen. So mm-hmm. if, you, if any of those spoke to you, feel free to do a little kind of general mm-hmm. search on those. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're feeling really strong about it, obviously reach out. Mm-hmm. Talk to someone you trust, counselor, therapist. Yep. Um, dig into what your attachment style is and how it's working for you. And and we'll post uh, a couple articles probably when the when this episode drops okay. that you can just feel free to do. I mean, they're like psycholo- or psychology today, like really uh, reader-friendly, um, just fun to explore. Again, the science has been around almost 80 years now, so like yeah. there's tons of stuff on it. It's great. Yep. Um, and I just hope everyone have has like the best day. Me too. Oh. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.